Welcome to the Amanda Rollard Show, where we work together to support abundant living in all areas of your life, body, mind, family, finances, and community. Come join us and get your salt back. Welcome, everybody, to the Amanda Rollert Show, where we talk salt. What is salt, you might be asking? It is where we support abundant living today and every day in all areas of our life. But we really try to focus on five areas that we support our abundant living today. We think about what are we doing to progress our minds, our bodies, What are we doing to show out, purposefully plan within our families, our finances? What are we doing to promote ourselves and grow as individuals? And what are we doing to really promote and contribute to the well-being of the communities in which we live? So it's mind, it's body, it's family, it's finances and community. So Thank you so much for joining us for another episode today. You know, as we're still beginning 2023, I just wanted us to take a minute. I had to do some reflection myself, but take a minute on this walk with me and think about your car right now, your car, your vehicle, your truck, whatever it is you drive. Think about the inside of it. See it right now, kind of in the forefront of your mind. Think about the outside of it. Is it dirty? Is it muddy? Could you write notes on the windows? I remember as a little kid, oh, we loved it when the car was dirty because that's when we would go write, you know, wash me on the windows and wash me across the back of the trunk. And then my parents would be so, you know, mortified they'd have to go to the car wash and and wash or they'd give us buckets and rags and we would have to do the washing. (laughs) Okay, so think about the inside of your car. Do you have trash on the floors? In the side compartments, are there French fries or other fast food remnants (laughs) under the seats or in the seats? Do you have pet hair or dust floating around on the dashboards or in the seats? Are there smudges on the windows? Or quite possibly, when you think of your car on the inside and out, your car might be pristine clean. Anyway, I wonder what your car is at the moment when you're thinking about it. What about your closet? What about your kitchen? What about the yard, the garage, the house? Do you see clutter or do you see clean? Since we just started 2023, I wanted to share the benefits of an organized environment. What are the benefits of living an organized life? According to some of the experts, the benefits are not just that we can physically see a clean, decluttered space. Experts say that the benefits go far beyond that, really psychological and even emotional. I'm not sure about all that, but I am sure about how I feel about certain things. So stick around, hear the evidence, and then you decide. Okay. Uh, Welcome back, everybody, to another week of the Amanda Rollert Show. So happy, so happy that you have decided to join me for another episode. You know, today we're going to talk about the benefits of an organized life. I know that when I clean my house or I wash my car, I do have a sense of accomplishment, maybe even a sense of pride in my work. But I will also say that when the kids were little, and you know we raised 
four of them all at the you know same time and during that time when life was crazy and you know you were just struggling to get groceries and you know do the laundry and all that you know decluttering my house and cleaning my car got pushed to the back burner and i'm going to tell you this is a true story we could find <laughs> and this this probably says a lot about mcdonald's french fries but i'm telling you they're the most yummy things you know when you're eating them but you know when you find them about a month later underneath the seats they look just like they did the day that you bought them and michael paul was an expert at finding old french fries underneath our seat OMP. And I will say this to you. My kids used to tell me, mom, we knew it was you coming to pick us up from a distance because you had all those papers on the dashboard. And granted, I did. It was like my filing system on my dashboard. It was the mail. It was my school stuff. It was my to-do list. And you know what? I had it all organized on my dashboard. <laughs> but I got to tell you, when your kids and the people in the community said, oh, we knew it was Amanda because she... She had all the clutter on her dashboard. I you know, I was a little mortified, but I was just struggling to survive. And now that my kids are grown and, you know, as the kids got older, definitely there was more time. There was more time to wash and clean and fold and organize. And it kind of just came naturally that you had more time. But, you know, now that my kids are grown, I wash my car every week or every other week. And I vacuum the inside too. It makes me feel good, but I have time to do it. So it doesn't mean that I had some deep psychological trauma, which kept me from doing these things when the kids were little. And I don't want you as listeners to think that either. Heck no. I was just surviving. And to me, spending time with my children growing up, doing the things that they were doing, involving myself in their practices and their games and all that was way more important to me than whether my car was vacuumed or the laundry was organized. And so I want you to know that too, that there doesn't have to be, and you know, if you listen, you know, sometimes experts will say, oh, you have some, you know, deep-seated trauma, you know, that, you know, you've got to organize this or you're going to be in depression or something else. That, that's not what I'm saying because I lived it. I think most of us that are parents and moms and, you know, we're working and we're raising the family, we prioritize. And when we have time, we declutter. But I will say this, I do know that throughout my life, when I spent the time to declutter and organize my house, my drawers, you know, my garage, my laundry room, my car, my desk, all these things, I felt pretty good about myself. And it does do something to your psyche. And those are the things, if we can just improve one baby step at a time, it's going to make our 2023 outstanding. We're going to be a little more organized. And you know, really the steps that we're talking about today, it's not super, super duper time consuming. It's little baby steps. Baby steps is what it takes. So I wanted to make sure that we set the stage for our conversation today. Organizing your home, cleaning the closet, the garage, the car are all wonderful activities that we can aspire to because quite frankly, they do have benefits and they have good salt benefits. When we want to support our abundant living today, we want a healthy mind. You know, when we clean the clutter, it does free up our mind. It frees up brain space. Good work and pushing a broom and organizing that exercises the body. And sometimes 
you know, we can incorporate and involve our families in the organization, you know, and you can even legitimately argue those points with each other because cleaning and organizing together as a family, that can be fun. Many hands make light work and you can enjoy and you can make memories and then celebrate. You know, if everybody tackles the garage or cleans the yard or organizes the closet or the playroom or whatever it is, then go celebrate, go get an ice cream, go pop popcorn and watch a movie, go do something fun. And that's bonding time. It's wonderful family time. Okay. Back to the point. Are there benefits to living an organized life? Let's look at some of the evidence and you decide. The experts say that organizing your home and decluttering does not just make the house look clean. It actually can lower your stress levels, help you eat and sleep better at night, and make you more productive. And it can clear your mind and give you the energy you need to get through the day. Hmm. So when I read that, I thought this. You know, one of the laws of the universe, one of the laws of nature is that nature abhors a vacuum. Nature hates a vacuum. It will fill it with something. So cleaning, organizing, decluttering will definitely create space. And nature will fill it, hopefully, with some of the things that you've been envisioning, that you've put on your goals, your your vision board, or whatever. And that's exciting because nature does abhor a vacuum. Experts also say the benefits of clearing the clutter can improve our psychological health. So as I read the studies, I found myself in the stories. Psychologically, I think I shared this earlier, psychologically, when we clean something, we feel good about it. When we have asked our children to clean their room, and when we go in there and we've realized that they've shoved everything under the bed or in the closet and slammed the door, oh, it's so frustrating. And I used to be one of those kids. When I was growing up, I shared a room with my sister. And my sister, when she went to clean the room, she hung everything up on a hanger, organized her shoes. And I don't know what I was doing, but I guess I was piddling and dreaming. And, you know, when push came to shove, I just threw everything in the closet or under the bed and boom, my part of the room was clean. But then guess what? It got inspected. And I learned the lesson to do it right the first time. I don't know if anybody else out there ever was that kind of a kid, but I did learn that lesson at a young age. Do it right the first time because you're going to have to do it again if you don't do it right the first time. And so I did begin to clear the clutter, fold the clothes, hang them up, organize the shoes. And guess what? Getting dressed in the morning for school when I didn't have the time to piddle around or try to hunt for this or look for that made it so much easier. I knew exactly where to go. I found everything, put it on, bingo, out the door early instead of running late. So I know disorganization can zap away your energy, your motivation, even your peace of mind. So I do know that because I know, I know I've been there. And when you're busy and there's too much going on, let's just say your house is cluttered and you're looking for the car keys or your glasses or your cell phone or something, doesn't it just drive you crazy that you can't find what it is that you're looking for when you're looking for it? But if you have a place that every day when you walk into the house, this is where you put the keys or this is where you put your cell phone, it's always going to be there. Just little things that can help 
organize, give you some energy, give you some motivation, and give you a little peace of mind. Don't we all need that? So I know what disorganization feels like and what it does to me. So naturally, organization can really help me increase my energy. And I know once I accomplish some of these little tasks, it does motivate me to continue either to do more or to do something else that I haven't had time to think about because I was kind of overwhelmed. Maybe try something new, have a sense of peace and accomplishment. So clearing the clutter helps improve efficiency too, studies say. Clearing the clutter helps improve efficiency. Studies show that clutter in our homes or workspace really does overwhelm our brains. Studies say, and once again, this is all up to you to decide. I'm just sharing. Studies say that cluttered minds slows us down and it causes fatigue and decreases our productivity. While getting rid of clutter helps us be present in the moment, our minds are not overwhelmed and we can oftentimes be more creative and problem solve quicker. Well, who doesn't want that? I have to say, when I read that, I had to say I agreed with that point. I definitely know that there's been times in my life when there has been the clutter and I'm trying to work and my brain is trying to be productive on my work product, but I know that the laundry needs to be put in, taken out, folded. We need to go shopping. The dishes need to be done. Something needs to happen. My brain, part of my brain naturally won't let that part go. If there's something hanging over my head, a to-do item, and I haven't to-done it, part of my brain for that day won't let me be productive on the work thing that I'm trying to do. So I know when I'm organized and I have a list and I check it off and I scratch things off, you know, all of that, there is truth to giving a zap of energy and my mind is ready to solve problems. I wonder if you've experienced that too. So how does one start? How does one start to say, okay, it's 2023. I'm believing in this. I do want to be more organized in 2023. I thought I would share some easy ways for you to start slow and maybe gradually work your way up to more organization in different areas of your life. So what are some things that you could start slow with? and still feel good about the outcome. Well, I thought for me, I was like, hmm, how about start with your purse? Maybe guys, it's your wallet, but ladies, let's let's talk about the purse. This is embarrassing, but Amanda has everything but the kitchen sink in a purse. And that's why I need to downsize. I always try to downsize my purse, downsize my purse, because for one, it weighs about 40 pounds by the time I have everything in it. And I don't even know what's in it. One day, true story. One day I had this Uh, probably a double the size of the bag that I carry now. And I carry a pretty decent size bag now, but I used to have everything. And when the kids were little, I mean, I I had everything literally but the kitchen sink. If you needed some first aid thing, I had it. If you needed tape, scissors, glue, whatever the heck you needed, I had it in my purse. Medication, you know, if you needed whatever it was, if you need a sock or a glove or, oh my gosh, I, I can't even tell you. It's, it's embarrassing when I think back, but the Bobby dude and I were headed on a trip. And I did not have a chance 
to go and organize my purse before the trip. And of course, you know, when you go to the airport, you got to put your luggage, your shoes, your purse on the little conveyor belt, and it goes through the little camera and they're looking for anything unusual. Well, true story. We had these pair of scissors and dang it, they were the best stainless steel pair of scissors, but literally the scissor part, the part that cuts, they were probably about eight inches long, just that part, not with the handles. And I love them because they cut so beautifully. They cut so straight. So they were the best scissors. And I just kept them in my purse because, you know, we always need a pair of scissors. And all the bells went off and the buzzers and they were like, ma'am, is this your purse? Yes. Can you step aside, please? Is this yours? And they pull out this long pair of (laughs) long pair of scissors. I'm like, oh, yes, it is. Um, Is there a reason that you're carrying these? I'm like, no, I have four kids and I'm a teacher and, you know, you always need scissors and, well, ma'am, we're going to have to confiscate it and you're not going to be able to, you know, take it with you and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, "Uh, that's fine. You know, I'm very, 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 very sorry. Very, 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 very sorry. It was not planned. I I promise, you know, because there's who, who knows what's in there. There's coins in there. There's gum in there. There's wrappers, paper. Now I make a point after that. <laughs> never went on a trip, never went on a plane with the Bobby dude at all without making sure that my purse was organized. But that is a great place to start organizing the purse, you know, making sure everything has a place. And actually, it's super great because by the time I clean it out, apparently I'm a pen hoarder because at any time when I go through my purse to reorganize it, literally I'll probably find 25, 30 pens in there. I don't know how they get in there, but apparently they just hop in there and, you know, hang around. So I found change and I find, you know, 25 or 30 pens. It makes me feel so good when I organize it and I clean it out. I can find everything. I can find my glasses. I can find you know, what, whatever it is that I'm looking for, easy, quick. So I'd say start with your purse or guys start with the wallet. Okay. What's another place to start? That's relatively easy, quick, and actually you can feel pretty darn good about yourself when you're done. I say clean the refrigerator and don't just throw away all the stuff, you know, that has gone past the expiration date, get a rag, get some water and wipe it out, clean up the little spills, wipe out down all of the, you know, the jars and the things that are in there. Oh, you'll feel so good about yourself and it's organized. I just think about how the refrigerator feels. Wow. I just got a little facelift. So that's another one. So the purse is is easy peasy. The refrigerator is another one that you can do in little of no time, but it makes you feel good. What about your desk? What about cleaning your desk? Throwing out any of the garbage, the things that we save, that we keep around because we're going to tackle it, you know, later. Clean the desk, organize the desk. Super easy. Then if you want to graduate to a little more of a challenge, tackle your closet or tackle your kid's closet. I remember, you know, twice a year I would go through and, you know, just have a park it on the floor in the kids' rooms. And we would try on clothes, saw what fit, what didn't fit anymore. And we would bag it up and, you know, give it away to a needy organization, whatever it was. And, you know, we would make room for new things. Do that. Organize the closet, clean the closet. Maybe it's a playroom. It's there to play. It's there to make a mess, enjoy play, but everything has a place. And when it's nice and clean, then it's wonderful. I remember the kids used to have a, oh gosh, one of those 
little tykes. It, it was the refrigerator and the sink and the oven, and it was the whole nine yards. When all the little plastic carrots and meat and peas and all that got all mixed up between all the things, it was very frustrating because you couldn't really play. But then when we would take the time and organize it and put all the food in the refrigerator, all the dishes in the cupboard, then the kids could actually play. The baby dolls got into the cribs. It was so much fun. And when their friends would come over, you could easily play because everything was organized and you could find it and they could have fun. So even the playroom can be organized. Maybe your kitchen cabinets. You know, sometimes we get so busy that we just start throwing, you know, pans here and dishes there. And after a while, you're like, oh my gosh, where's this? Where's the lid for that? And utensils too. Hmm. If anybody ever unloads my dishwasher other than me, I usually have to go on a hunting and pecking expedition because something's not where I usually put it. So organization of the kitchen is huge. Maybe the junk drawer. If you have a junk drawer, organize that thing. It's amazing what you can get rid of. You know, we just got through the holidays. Maybe you want to reorganize the Christmas storage bins. I don't know. But when I finally went through that and got, you know, the bins that closed and latched and I felt so much better. And it's so much easier because it kept it. It kept everything fresh, ready to go for the next year. And you just pulled it out and it just made things so much easier. You know, tackle the garage together as a family project. Or here's another one that isn't too hard to do and you can do it. You know, let's just say you wake up in the middle of the night or you have a few minutes before you're picking up the kids. Get rid of old, not needed digital files on your phone. You know how many of us, we have pictures of this, pictures of that, or, you know, we take a snip of this, take a snip of that. There's so many. I started doing that the other day and I was like, I went through one whole year and just got rid of so many photos, not, not photos of the family, but things that I did not need, like old documents or a snip of this for work or this, for, I didn't need that anymore, but yet it was taking up space on my phone. And I felt so, so good about all the crap that I got rid of. <laughs> so these are just 10 little ways to start small and get yourself in 2023 to an organized or even a little more organized lifestyle. I love these ideas. And truthfully, we can be successful just one project at a time. So why not feel good about ourselves in 2023? Improve our psyche, get more energy, improve our creativity, feel less stressed, one baby step at a time. So here's a challenge for us. Here's a call to action. I would like for each of us between now and next week at this time to try to tackle just one. Tackle just one of these projects and see how you feel. I wonder how many of us will go on to tackle a second or a third project. Or will you stop at just one? Because it made you feel good. Take the challenge, live and organize 2023. I am so happy that you joined me for another week of the Amanda Rollert Show. I hope we're off to a great start for your 2023. I wish each and every one of you the very, very best rest of your week. Come back and see us next time, next week for another episode as we talk salt. Let's support abundant living today. See you next time, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Amanda Rollard Show, a podcast to get your salt back. Share this episode with a friend and tag us on Instagram. See you next time.